Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number seven. everybody and welcome back to another episode of business tech weekly my name is cliff ravenscraft and i'm andy Traub. and of course we're here this morning prepared and ready to go full bore with full yes. excitement everything giving you all we have to talk about skype today and so much more so much more Actually, in, in full disclosure to our community, Andy and yes. I are both deadbeat tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> we just totally faked all the enthusiasm in our introduction. Sorry. But that is correct. Completely <laughs> faked. But hey, we are excited about technology and what it, can, what it can do for the small to medium-sized business owner. And of course, that's why we're here to share the things that have helped us and hopefully to uh, hear from the community some things that are helping you. So, Andy, we're going to start things off by uh, giving a couple updates. I see in the show notes that you want to kind of notify people some things that are going on regarding some things we've covered in the past, some things we'll cover in the future, and other things like that. So where do you want to begin? Well, we'll start with sort of some technical updates. You know, when we review different technology on our show, we don't want to just say, hey, we're done. Just like on Podcast Answer Me, and you do a great job of saying, hey, I recommended this, I'm changing my recommendation to this, or, or updating compatibility. So uh, one update is on the Google Documents suite that if you are a participant in Google Documents, that you can organize things in, in folders. And the great thing about Google is it's really easy to share documents and such, but now you can share entire folders and their contents. So if, uh, Cliff, you and I wanted to have simply a, a Business Tech Weekly folder, then we could, uh, everything you drop within that folder, uh, you would be sharing with me. So a little, little tweak there, but uh, we, we like that Google is uh, continuing to develop the product. So let me give you uh, my example of, I, I think, even a, how it would even more, be more beneficial to me. So sure. my wife and I have different Google accounts, and w- I would personally like to share anything and everything that I do in Google Docs with her. Uh-huh. And it has been kind of frustrating to have to go in and it. And matter of fact, Stephanie, every every month when Stephanie does our budget, she she does our budget in a in a Google spreadsheet. Uh-huh. And every month she does a budget. She actually instead of updating the current spreadsheet, she always creates a copy and renames yep. it to the new month. Well, yep. she she she'll say, "Hey, have you looked at the budget?" And I'm like, "No, you forgot to share it with me." Ah. But now, if she just does that all within the same folder, or if she, if she drags everything over to that folder that's shared with me, now I'll just have access to anything she puts in there, which is kind of nice. I kind of like that idea. The only yeah. thing I'm not sure about is if you can just, like, you know, have something like when you share it or when mm-hmm. you start a new document that it'll automatically open up in that new folder, which I don't think will happen yet. Yeah, it's it's still to be worked out and... and I think Google is, uh, it's funny because for all the things that Google's great at, I think sometimes they lack, they lack documentation. But, the, you know, they sort of just, it's funny because they just sort of have it go out there and they have one little blog post and then we're all supposed to figure it out. But anyway, we'll yeah. figure it out. And if people want help, they can always uh, maybe start a conversation in the forum or something. You know, how are you using it in your business? But uh, something good for that. And uh, we also have an update on our friends at Tungle. Uh, Tungle.me version 2 will be coming out in November sometime. I got a sneak peek to this. And for those who aren't familiar, um, it's basically your own personal scheduling assistant. And they are going to be making some really great changes to the Tungle.me interface, which is so you can go see Cliff's schedule or my schedule. That's the Tungle.me interface. So bravo to our friends at Tungle. And thanks again to Mark who's Tungle's president, for joining us on the show. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And, of course, we have some uh, really big news as far as if you're into business technology or Web 2.0 startups or anything like that. You want to tell folks about our uh, special guest coming up on November 12th? Yeah, and it's funny to say big news. We're on show seven. <laughs> yeah. And this is going to be our second president and or CEO that we've had on the show. And uh, so this one is... 
no offense to Mark from Tungle, but this one's huge. Uh, Jason Freed, and we actually have a link. We'll have a link in the show notes to his Wikipedia page. And I thought about this, Cliff. If you're on Wikipedia, uh, that says something about <laughs> the size of your business. But right. he's uh, the only remaining founder of a company called 37 Signals, and he's so popular <laughs> that Seth Godin dropped his name in his blog like two weeks ago, like the name of his company. And uh, he's got a book that's coming out uh, next year in five months, and it's already in the top 20 in the business books in Amazon. I mean, the thing is just skyrocketing. So his company makes some amazing tools for businesses of all sizes, and he's going to talk to us about his company and how anybody can build a successful business. And the guy really is huge. I mean, he's, he's partnering with some massive names in marketing, and he is uh, – Cliff, he's going to be very interesting to talk to because he is – very adamant about not giving services away for free. Right. Which is um, completely opposed to Chris Anderson uh and which I'm going to talk about as a as a tip of the week, but uh Yeah, yeah. So that is interesting. I I, I cuz I know that he does uh he's very, been very successful at um providing stuff over there. Although I I don't think he is opposed to at least what he's done done with what's it called campfire and all these other Campfire, base camp, high rise. Yep. Yeah, I, I look at that, and, and he still goes by the principle of free. So he does. He we'll does. talk about he that. Does. We will. But he's going to be November twelfth. Jason Freed. Uh, so you can send us questions you'd like for us to ask him. But very, very excited about having a guy on the program that um, you know he's killing it. He is doing an amazing job. And 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 lastly, Cliff, I just want to mention. Hey, you know what? You and I are not afraid to shoot big. And uh, so we want to make having CEOs or presidents of companies that we like uh, their technology, we want to have that as a regular part of the show. So I started a conversation in the GSPN forum that uh, basically says, you know, who should we have on the show? Which president do you want us to talk to? And then I'll try to go out there and try to get them on the show. So. Why not? You know, they're just people like you and I. That's right. And and I'm sure many, if not most, all of them would be interested in sharing what's going on in their, you know, with their business and getting it out to more people who are definitely interested in their services and their products. So, yeah, it's absolutely. a it, it's a win-win for us and for them and uh and and again, don't I mean, if if you want to put Bill Gates, put Bill Gates on there. Andy will track him down. I got him. Speed down. Speed down. <laughs> Billy, what's up? Uh, Bill, Bill, and Bill and Steve are the two guys that may be the most difficult to uh, get into the show here. But I think anything, yeah. anybody short of them, I, I, I believe there's a great possibility. I, it, you know, that's one of the things about uh, running podcasting and stuff like that. I've learned that if you just ask, most people will say, "Yeah." So, yeah, yeah. Just gotta go for it. So let us know I, what. No, let I, us know who you want to talk. Who who you would like to hear from here on Business Tech Weekly? Again, go to gspn.tv/forum. Let us know there in the Business Tech Weekly section of the forum. Absolutely. All righty, we're gonna move straight into our content for this week, my friend, and we're talking about Skype. And of course, Skype is an internet telephone service. I, although yes. I don't know if a telephone is the right word, since yeah. it's not required that, sounds, that you use a telephone. Sounds so old school, doesn't it? It you does. Know? But Skype is an amazing service. If you're not familiar with what it is, uh, you are um, actively engaging with Skype in one form or another each time you listening to or you're listening to the Business Tech Weekly podcast because Andy and I are connected via Skype right now. We are. And what Skype started out as is a service that you could inst- you could install a little piece of software on your computer, and as long as somebody else had this piece of software on their computer, you could, for free, talk to them audibly over the internet. Yep. And of course, this is, again, absolutely free, and those people could be any- anywhere in the world. Now, today, it has evolved quite a bit. In fact, uh, not too soon after that, or not too long after they initially launched, uh, they added the ability to make, you know, dial out phone calls. You could actually call regular phone lines from your computer at a very low cost. Uh, They added video down the road uh, so that you can now actually do video chat back and forth with anybody in the world for free. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is just a, a wonderful service. Anything that you would say, um, let, let's give them a little bit of a history um, about Skype. Where, where did this all get started? Well, and for full disclosure, this is why God made Wikipedia, so we could research and things like this. But they did get started in Estonia, which I'm not sure if that's a joke or if that's true. But it says <laughs> on Wikipedia, so I'm going to trust it. But If it's anyway, on the internet, it, it has to be true. It, that's I have that I have that tattoo actually, Cliff. <laughs> Do you really? No, Not, but that would okay. be funny, wouldn't it? Um, no, it started in Estonia, and it's got a, it got its name from its original name was going to be called Sky Peer to Peer, and then they tried to call it Skyper Cliff, but they couldn't get they couldn't get the domain for that. So uh, you can make reference to our first episode ever on Business Tech Weekly about domain names and how that dictates the name of your business, but they couldn't get Skyper but they could get Skype. So why is Skype Skype? Because it was available. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, and eBay bought it for uh, you know a little bit, uh, $2.6 billion, uh, about three years ago. But in April of this year, it was only worth about $1.7 billion. And then as business goes, just a few uh, months ago, maybe even maybe a month ago, eBay sold part of it for $1.9 billion. So it's, it's just, it's up and down in value. Um, but, the the biggest news with Skype, frankly, is that it's it's uh, eBay's control of Skype is under question. They uh, they there's just some issues with the technology that is at the foundation of Skype, and I don't want to scare people. And I don't, Cliff. I want to I want to hear your opinion on this issue, but I, I don't want to scare people. But Skype is in the court right now, uh, and I think it's in England. But they they the the folks who created the software are are suing eBay for their use of it. And uh, they said they're, they're, there's a possibility of a shutdown. And just so folks know, uh, Skype brought eBay over $600 billion, I'm sorry, $600 million uh, in the last year. So it's, it's making money. And they have almost half a billion registered users. Right. <laughs> so, um, and they're adding 30 million subscribers Every quarter, so 120 million a year or so. So, uh, I was looking at it, Cliff. In 2006, they made about 45 million dollars, like the whole year, mm-hmm. and now they're making like, you know, 150 million a quarter. So, don't just think of Skype as oh, this is this fun little tool on my desktop. It's a business tool, my friends, and it's a business. And with that, it can be a target. And so, uh, we don't want to scare people. I think Skype's going to be around a long time, but just so folks know in the history of Skype. Uh, it's it's in a rocky time right now in its history. Yeah, it, it, it's this fundamental core technology that Skype is built on that uh, for some reason when they paid their billions of dollars to purchase this thing, they didn't purchase the rights to the core technology, which is ridiculous. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I, the the court hearings, it said, you know, you know, if we can't come to some kind of, you know, work up, you know, work around or something like this, we may have to shut down. I mean, that was that was being reported about a month ago. Uh, I shared this on both social media, Serenity and Podcast Answer Man in the past. But my feeling and, and of, again, I am I'm no technology uh, news correspondent or anything like that. <laughs> But let's just put it this way. I, realistically, I cannot imagine anything being allowed to happen to Skype. I mean, right, you've right. got 480 million registered users who are using Skype consistently. Right. And, and Cliff, Oprah uses Skype. So so she, could, she could just buy it. She you could know? buy it, yeah. She could buy it. <laughs> so yeah. let's just put it this way. If, if Skype... All of a sudden, just shut down its doors and says, "You know, sorry, we we have to shut things down." Um, that it would be so disruptive to so many different people around the world that that this thing uh, would have to be worked out. I mean, th- there's it, there's no question in my mind that that it there is no danger. I don't I don't believe no. there's any danger of it. Well, and down. and if you look at it from a financial standpoint. You know, does the do the people who are suing eBay really have that much motivation that they want to shut it down? I don't think so. No. I think their motivation is that they want to be properly compensated for the technology. And eBay does have a stream of income, uh, six hundred million in the last year, coming from the product. So it's not that they can't write these people a check for six hundred million because they could. You know, right. and and here's the other alternative, which I don't think will happen: is people say. 
Well, or eBay has to come up and redo the technology. And, and I'm going, okay, how do you roll that out? You know, how do you hit, how do you flip the switch on the tech, on the software that is built into Skype? You know, hey, download the new one that we're not going to get sued on. Um, you know, I don't, I just don't see them, ha- I don't see that happening, you know? Yeah. But something we haven't talked about, which is that what's amazing about Skype is, and I don't know what other competitors you've heard of, but I just don't really know of any other voices that, uh, that do what Skype does that people really take seriously. Does that make sense? Well, as the, well you, you, I was about ready to say, well, there's a bunch of them out there until you said that last statement that people take seriously. Sure. Uh, so first of all, let me just say that with, with everything that I've said, please understand that all of this stuff on the web is, I mean, it, it is... You know, it is what it is. It's it, there's a lot of free services out there, some very low cost, you know, features and stuff like that. One of the th- important things I think as a business owner is not to build your business based upon some of these technologies. So I mean, yes, you know, make sure you understand that if you're building a business, if Skype, like for example, you know, I have a lot of podcasts that I produce, and a lot of my co-hosts, like Andy, are in other states. And so yes. to bring you in, Andy, each week, you know, I, I, I am relying on Skype. But there is no way that I'm depending only on Skype. I mean, there are, there are several things that I can do. Number one, if I, if I needed to, I could bring you in by telephone, which is, sure. I mean, not a big deal, but it would be much lower quality. However, uh, there is uh, another service that I think is right on par with Skype. Definitely not as big, but as far as quality and and ease of use, um, it would be Gizmo Project. Have you heard of them before? I have. So Gizmo works great, and uh, if, if, if something happened to Skype today, I'd be installing, I, I would be requesting all of my co-hosts to install Gizmo Project, and we'd be up and running, and the people who listening to our podcast would not know the difference. Good to know. However, now, the functionality such as your phone, you know, and this is the important thing. You know, I don't know. I think I'm more apt to rely on Google Voice, which we talked about last week, for right. a, for a phone number that I'd print on my business card. I don't yeah. know that I would actually be printing up, you know, a thousand business cards with my Skype number on it. As in my research, Cliff, this came up in that, um, and again, we're not, we don't get paid by these companies and. And if we did, we wouldn't take it because we want to be honest about our recommendations. Skype, one of the biggest beefs against Skype is our customer service is non-existent, literally, that you, you can't talk to a person. And so they had an issue, I think, in the London area, I think. Yeah, um, it was a few years ago, but they basically just said to people, hey, um, we, need, we can't use your phone number anymore. You, you need to find a different phone number. And businesses had used Skype as their primary phone number, and Skype just came in and said, you need to change your phone number. And yeah. these are folks that had bought an advertising and obviously printed a lot of materials and had just planned on using that number. And they said, it's going to change. And there was no one to talk to. And they said, you know, we're really, really sorry, and we'll give you 12 months of free service or whatever. But yeah, you do not want to lean on companies. And maybe this is something we'll talk to. Jason Freed about from 37 Signals about free versus not free services that that you don't want to lean on companies and, and that's a great reminder Cliff that you gave to folks maybe you need to look at your business maybe you look at the tools and go okay what's my backup if that goes down what's my backup yeah you know absolutely all right well with all of the with all of the history out of the way and with sure. some of the warnings uh, if you're if you are interested in hearing some of the features <laughs> and how it might be helpful for you, let's talk about some of the things that Skype can do. So it started off as this little voice over IP, you know, talk to your friends on the internet, and has grown from there. So we've already talked about the fact that Skype allows users to make calls over to the over the internet for free anywhere in the world. All that's, right, that's everywhere, isn't it, Cliff? That's everywhere. Okay, everywhere that we know of. Yeah. Exactly. And so, uh, and, and I'm pretty sure that they're extending service to Mars uh, within the next couple of years. Are they rolling out? Is that first quarter of 10? First I, quarter of 10, okay. Yeah, I think so. So <laughs> what's, the, what's the next thing you've got on the feature list there? 
Well, you know what? I want to back up real quick, Cliff. Sorry, yeah, but first, let's just not skip past the voice part because I think, and this is, Cliff is, Cliff, I don't know if the right word is an audiophile or an audio geek or what you are, but Cliff is very diligent about audio quality. And I actually remember reading a, a post from Seth Godin about this a couple months ago and basically said, he said, I would pay for high definition telephone service because the telephone just sounds like junk. Yes. Cell phones sound like junk. And that, that cliff is, I think, one thing that people don't want to skip over, probably for all the cool things Skype does. I think the coolest thing it does is I can be talking to someone in Japan, and I have several times, and I, it literally sounds like they're in my ear. Right. You know, the, the sound quality is good enough for Cliff Ravenscraft to use it. Yeah. And that's pretty good. And, and I mean that jokingly, but also seriously, that Skype, the, the sound quality just blows away uh, and I'm using a $10 headset, yeah. you know, it, it blows away telephones. And so at its core, they've done something very, very well, which is they've have actually improved the telephone. So I didn't want to skip past that one, but sure. that, at their core, they do that very, very, very well. I do want to say uh, regarding quality, it, and, it, and it can be, it can vary from call to call. Overall, well, it's always better than the telephone. Let me just say that. It's, <laughs> okay. it's okay. always better than the telephone. Being voice over IP, it, it's, there are a couple things to consider. I, if you only have uh, dial-up access, well, you're probably not listening to this podcast. Uh, but but if you only have dial up access, it's probably not going to be the best telephone quality. No. It, you you no. might as well just use a telephone. Yeah. But even still, there are times when if somebody else on the other end has dial up, or they have a slow connection, or if they have a really poor computer, it can cause a little bit of wonkiness. Uh, yeah. And even on on today's call, uh, which is different than in previous weeks. Uh, there, there, if those of you listening to this on the podcast, you're hearing a little bit more static in the background, just like a shh noise as we're talking here. But th- that happens from time to time. But overall, this quality is extremely good. And right. and there are times when you know I have somebody on Skype and we record a podcast, and when you listen back, it sounds like they're in the studio with me. Absolutely. So, but yeah. yeah, for the most part, about ninety percent of the time. It is a a rock solid, totally awesome sounding um, audio connection. All right. Sorry for sorry for slowing us down, Cliff. Oh no, you're <laughs> fine, man. That that's a good point. So yeah. calls to landlines. So um, very small fees. Do you do you ever make any landline based phone calls with your Skype service? I've <laughs> I don't. I have it. I have like ten dollars of Skype credit I put in there because I just wanted to test some things. I think that was a minimum you could put in or something. So I wanted to test call forwarding and things like that. But I haven't used it. I, I, I know, again, some people have looked at it financially and said, hey, it's cheaper for me to use Skype than Vonage or my, obviously my normal landline company, depending on the amount of phone calls I'm making. But at the end of the day, I haven't used it very much. But I know that it's very, very affordable. Yeah, I think it's something like two cents a minute or something like that. Uh, yeah. They have a plan, if I'm not mistaken, it's like $47 or it might be $60 where you can get, for those in the States, you can get unlimited call to anywhere in the United States or Canada, uh, unlimited to, to outbound calls. Wow. So it's it's very, very affordable. Definitely something worth looking into. I mean, just a couple bucks a month and you are getting unlimited calls. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What's, what's the next feature that you have down on the list? Well, I think it's important to know that the video conferencing has really become almost, uh, again, a, a, a standard. Um, and I, I joke about Oprah, but uh, you know, if you ever watch the Oprah show, she, that's how she brings in a lot of her guests now. You know, we used to have these remote people that had to go from the local NBC or CBS, whatever um, company she's with, that would have to go to the person's house and set it up and do the satellite feed. And literally... She's got people staring at their computer screens and they're, 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 they're visiting Oprah on Skype and they're doing it by video. And so for a lot of people in business, Cliff, I'd love to know your thoughts on this. I, I don't know if video is appropriate. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily need to see someone that I'm talking to on Skype, but the video conferencing is, is a very cool feature if you're trying to show off your new granddaughter to your you know, parents or something. So 
What are your thoughts on video for business? Uh, video for business, I think that, uh, well, first of all, did they not add, uh, well, you've got that next desktop sharing, so we'll, we'll go into that in just a second. Video for business, I don't really see a need for it either. I think if anything, you know, my, my feeling is that I want to remain as profession, as professional a feel as possible. Yeah, and I just don't think the video quality using built-in webcams and all that stuff does anything. You know, then you've got did I shave this morning? Uh, you know, is my hair hair out of place? Do I have a little thing in between my teeth? How's uh, the lighting? You yeah, know, I mean, that's a huge issue. The light you know? lighting is critical. I mean, yeah. it's like it, it really. I would prefer not sharing video in a conference <laughs> with with a client. It's it's just yeah. not necessary. Yeah. And yeah. but but let me tell you, there were times that uh, I would I would love to just share real quickly something that I did on a personal sure. note. And that is you can actually set up your Skype on your computer to automatically turn on video and automatically accept calls from certain people on your contact list. Mm-hmm. So on my laptop here at the house, I, my wife and I were going away on a an, an extended 10 day trip to um, Los Cabos, Mexico. And we were leaving our kids behind with various different people who were going to take care of them while we were gone because it was such a long stay. Mm-hmm. So what we did is I set up the laptop up in our kitchen area that over did a whole overview of the upstairs. <laughs> and I set it up. I said, listen, if, if, if this contact, which was me on my MacBook, if this uh-huh. contact calls, I want you to automatically answer the call and automatically start the video sharing. That's awesome, Cliff. So I was I was in, in our hotel room in Los Cabos, Mexico. I dial up from my MacBook the home my home Skype ID and yeah. my laptop fires right up and I can see everything going on in my house and I can say, Hey guys, and the kids come running <laughs> over to the computer, and they actually see me and Stephanie talking to them. I see them. And, That's great. And it's like we would check in two or three different times uh, you know, throughout the week just to say, hey, what's going on? And, you know, yeah. and of course, that just randomly. And then, of course, each night before bed, we were able to say, hey, guys, you know, how was your day? And, and kind of have that conversation. It was a lot of fun. And not to mention that uh, we were able to do it set it up to where you can actually set it up as like a nanny cam you know oh like, sure yeah so yeah. It, it, yeah. It, definitely some some different usefulness there as well so maybe a business use of video sharing or video conferencing is you could set that up and keep an eye on your employees while you're on vacation <laughs> i don't know you know what Cliff, it's funny and we, you know, i don't think we have enough time to talk about it this week but you know we, we could we could get into skype part two at some point and say hey what are some really interesting ways you could use that uh you know that because let's be honest there are people that pay a lot of money to have closed circuit cameras and things like that that you know you can get a you can get a pc that runs uh, a cam for 150 200 set it up in the corner of the warehouse and suddenly you have a way to look at your warehouse anytime you want to so again you know people say what i would would i go to all that trouble well there's people this is Business Tech Weekly, people. We're here to save you some money and, and use good technology, and you can't get any cheaper than free, and Skype is great technology. So think creatively for your own business how you can use Skype. I think that's a great application that, you know, do you have a, a nanny cam situation that you need to do in your offices, you know? Um, so it, that's, a, that's a great example, Cliff. And again, the point, though, being that video is usually not appropriate for business interactions it's just just a little awkward but great for the grandparents but but so. if, but but if you just got a new you know new style up on top there and you got got your fancy suit on and you're well shaved and yeah you, you've got the you know the lighting just right go ahead yeah. and fire up that video fire up. and just show fire up how, supermodels there yeah. you go there you go but cliff and i were keeping it off yeah. except for his Ustream that we can see 27 hours a day. There so, you go. Looking good today, though, by the way. It, it's all standard definite. You can't <laughs> tell that I didn't shave this morning or yesterday morning or the day before that. <laughs> Self-employment, baby. That's Gotta right, man. It. Pants are <laughs> optional. <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about d- writing a book uh, called uh, Pants are Optional. Well, I like it. 
Yeah. Like, just make sure they put it in the right section of the bookstore. Um, <laughs> exactly. Hey, right. the next the next tool that um, is why don't you talk about desktop sharing and how you use it? Well, I don't use it in Skype, and I, matter of fact, I've never used it in Skype. Tell but, me why, Cliff? Uh, because well, I use GoToMeeting, of course. Not, right. Not sponsored by the show. Uh, <laughs> not sponsored. That's the only time on a podcast you'll hear GoToMeeting. Yeah. And it won't be followed by GoToMeeting, you know, in an ad. So, yeah. By the way, this podcast is sponsored by our GSPN.TV Premium Plus members over at GSPN.TV slash plus. Right. I'm 294. What's up? Shout out to my fellow Plus members. There you so, go. Um, so, so, I don't use the desktop sharing either, which you can do. You can choose a, an area of your desktop to share when you're on a Skype call with someone. I don't because it's a bandwidth hog. It is, It sucks all the bandwidth out of my connection. So, bravo to Skype for having desktop sharing, but... But I don't like it. Yeah, I, I think that this is something that is somewhat useful for for you know personal use. You know, your mom's got something going on with her computer, and and if you can work her through how to turn on the desktop sharing, you know, may, maybe that might be helpful. But you know, for businesses, uh, did we already? We've already done some online meeting stuff, so we encourage you to go back into the feeds and look at online meetings. Absolutely. Because that's the way to do desktop sharing, for sure. For sure. For sure. Let's talk hey, about the, my yeah, favorite feature uh, of yeah. Skype, and that is having multiple callers. So basically huh. conference calling. Uh, and yeah. we could, right now, we could technically bring up to 25 people into this call. Let's do it right now. Let's, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. However, I would say that they still haven't worked out, in my mind... Uh, some of the issues with bringing on multiple callers, such as I'd love to be able to control independently the volume on each individual person. Yeah, yeah. And because of that, it, it becomes a little wonky because you might be having a really loud connection. The other person might be too soft, and, and it just becomes a little bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Also, when you get multiple people on, it starts eating up that bandwidth again. Mm. Basically, what we're mm. talking about is uh, bandwidth is how much data is transferred back and forth between your ISP and your house. And the uh, the issue that I run into is that the more people you have on the call, the the lower the audio quality becomes. But it is perfect for, you know, if it was just myself, you, and one other person on Skype, that's just, it's, it's almost just as good as this. Uh, yeah. We could bring on two other people. It's once you get around three or four people in the call, it starts to de- degrade a little bit, and right. then then at five, it's almost unusable. So, but but I still love the fact that you and I could invite somebody else right now into this call and have a a wonderful conversation with them. Yeah, have you seen also Cliff? I, and I, it's very subtle, but I think hey, if you can do this, maybe you cl- Skype. You can do a couple other things like tweak the volume for the individuals. But when you have uh, more than one person, uh, you can see when they talk. Do you know what I mean by that? Yes. Like you can, it, it, uh, it, if, if we had three people, I would have Cliff and say, you know, one of our, one of our plus members is in the chat with us. I'm going to have a picture of Cliff and a picture of the other, the, the other uh, GSPN plus member. And when Cliff is talking around his picture, we'll sort of, um, I guess glow a little bit, mm-hmm. if you will. So you can. So it's cool because you can tell who's talking because sometimes the voices are not distinguishable. So they've done little cool, subtle things like that, which I really appreciated when you're on with more than one person. But, but uh, yeah, they still have some. They still have some uh, some little some work to do, some tweaks. But it's it's still a cool thing if you're going to bring in two or three people for sure. Exactly. Now we have Kylie, who, by the way, is in France. Oh. She, she's in our chat room. And she's going to sign into Skype for us, and we will demo this in just a few minutes. She's going to sign into Skype. She's going to send me a little text message. And basically what I have to do is um, I'm going to invite her to the conference. Uh, she Great. says, but she hasn't brushed her hair. <laughs> <laughs> no video. No, no video, video. No video. Uh, so no. anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll see if that happens here in just a minute. But before we uh, do that, let's talk about... Um, the availability. So you got to talk about the cell phone one. Yeah, the, the availability ability to do Skype on your cell phone. 
This is still not a great option at this point. The the audio quality is severely decreased on cell phones such as the iPhone. But if you have a Wi-Fi connection, you can make take make and take uh, calls via Skype on your iPhone. And this is huge because um, you know as bandwidth increases on the um, bandwidth increases over time on our cell phones eventually the audio quality and also as as the processors become faster and faster on our cell phones we'll be able to make voice over ip calls for free anywhere in the world from our cars we're driving down the street and that is awesome so so kylie here we are uh by the way andy tell everybody where you're at i am in south dakota so, so Andy is in South Dakota. I'm in Hebron, Kentucky. And Kylie, tell us where you are. Paris, France. And here we are having a three-way conference call for free. Wow. So, Kylie, how are you doing today? I am doing very well, thank you. Can I ask you, what does Skype mean to you personally? Um, personally, I don't use it in business, but as an American living in France, having the opportunity to see my parents and my friends back at home for free has been a huge boon because when I first moved here, telephone calls were so expensive and now I can actually see my parents and my friends who are all having babies. You know, I'm not a grandparent, but I mean, it's the same thing and it's been fantastic. That is awesome. Well, Kylie, I really appreciate the fact that you called in. And also, of course, we want to say a special thank you for making Business Tech Weekly and all the other shows possible by being a part of our Plus membership. Kylie, you're a Plus member. All right. Yes, I am. Plus membership rocks. I mean, we, Kylie, let's, let's chat another time. Uh, my, my Skype ID is Mr. Andy Traub, and we have to come up with the official Plus member tattoo. And then we'll work on that. Okay. Awesome. We'll get on that. Okay. Have a good show, guys. Bye, Kylie. Thanks. Bye. All right. So there you go. It was that simple to bring Kylie in from France on the spot like that. Skype is a wonderful thing, my friend. It is. And you use a key word there, which a lot of people, you know, if you haven't used Skype or maybe you're thinking, how how should I use it for my business? It's ease. It's it's the ease of it. It's once I gave her I gave her my Skype ID. Once we're friends, I can see, and we kind of skipped over this but because it's sort of obvious now, but I can see her status. If she's busy, if she's in a conversation, she's available, unavailable, you can update it with a little phrase, you know, um, you know, had a long night, very tired, you know, might be cranky. <laughs> you know, there's all, these different, there's all these different things you can do to customize your, your Skype look. You can create different lists to chat, you know, different groups to chat with, so uh, but it, they make it easy. The interface is very easy, I think. And one of the things that makes Facebook appealing to so many different people, and I know I just jumped into a different bucket of uh, conversation. Uh, but anyway, one of the things that makes Facebook so popular these days is that if you sign up, chances are almost everybody you know has mm, a Facebook one. account. But look at this. Yeah. 480 million <laughs> registered users. All yeah. right. I think yeah. Facebook has, what, 300 million Right. So, so almost, you know, I mean, 50% more people have a Skype account. So chances are, as a business person, if you say, if you've got some long distance or especially on the other side of the world, I, I had a client that I worked with uh, last month that is, is in Melbourne, Australia. And I actually yeah. spent probably about two and a half hours on Skype, you know, talking with them back and forth between two different calls. And that yeah. cost me absolutely nothing. And I didn't have to say, oh, you know, I, you know, to save cost, would you mind installing the software? It's like, hey, do you have Skype? Of course I got Skype. Here's my ID. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. It's, and it, chances it's, are. It's, becoming how much, it's amazing how much, more vi- how much more, how many more people are on it. I mean, just, you know, you've got 60-year-olds who go, oh, yeah, I have a Skype. You know, it, it's, it's so simple that someone probably has it. Yeah. So anyway, definitely. And then, of course, uh, we've already talked about the fact for business, you know, the things here, the call quality is amazing. It makes you available immediately. Uh, we didn't talk about 
one other feature of this, and, and you know what? It, I don't think it's something we should browse over. It's something I don't use very often, but I, I still see the the real um, value in it, and that is instant messaging. It's so, yeah. you know, yeah. again, it's huge. 480 yeah. million people have a Skype ID. But if you yeah. ask somebody, hey, do you are you on IM? They'll say, well, yeah, I'm either I'm on AOL or I might be on Yahoo and yep. I might be on MSN. You know, all these different services. And sure, there are clients that allow you to hook up to all of them. Right, and right. and stuff like that. We may even talk about that one day in the future and the uses of IM for business. But mm-hmm. but Skype has it built in as well. And if 480 million people have Skype, well, chances are just about everybody who you know who has Yahoo Chat or GTalk or any of these other services, there is a there is a very large uh, possibility that every one of those people also have a Skype ID. So you can actually connect to them via Skype and um, basically have both the ability to contact them audibly by video and also instant messaging at any given time. So you have, I have a lot of people that I do that with. I have a lot of people that, how are we going to chat? And you're right. Cause there's so many different clients that it's better just to say, let's Skype is becoming a de facto, uh, you know, service for, for chat, which is interesting because that's, it's a very simple thing to do, you know. Yep, and also there's file transferring. Uh, I could I can actually send a file from my computer to your computer. That gets a little wonky for me because I actually ha- I've w- went out and bought a two hundred and let's see or no was it two yeah two forty nine for two hundred forty nine dollars I went out and bought one of these little netbook computers, and yeah. it's only use of Skype. <laughs> that, that, that's it. I mean, I, I hook it. I hook that one computer up to my mixer here for all my podcasting, and somebody says, "Oh, let me send you that file." It's like, well, wait a second, because I want it on this computer, not that computer. So let's send it a different way. But, yeah. f- but chances are, anybody listening to this, I'm a little bit of the oddball. Uh, you know, <laughs> chances are you're probably going to have Skype right there on your desktop on the computer you want it. But you could actually transfer a file. And as far as I know, there's no limit to the size on that thing. So if I wanted to send Andy a uh, 30 gigabyte file, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So not the best way to do it, but that's covered in another Business Tech Weekly on file transfers. That is correct. Sending large files. We've covered everything. We've covered everything. We're done. No, I'm kidding. We're not done. There's plenty more coming, my friends. Now, uh one last thing, and um, in fact, I think we we need to wrap it up here. But yeah, there there are some things that you can do, with, such as recording your Skype conversations. Uh, to be honest with you, I think I think at this point, let's leave that for another time. Yeah, because um, you know, I, I I think we're getting at the point where I don't want to go to an hour completely. Uh, but if you're interested in talking about recording Skype conversations and having them available as a podcast, maybe that's a great way for me to tell you about podcastanswerman.com. So uh, th- we, we talk about Skype quite often there, and we'd be happy to answer your questions over there. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's good. All right, so yeah. did we get any uh, things in the question on uh, via the forum? We have not yet. I think I added it too late. But So here, here's the... Here's the Here's what we're going to do in the future, my friends. Uh, GSPN has an awesome forum, gspn.tv slash forum. And just, I mean, it's just a, it's an encyclopedia of information uh, created by those who are part of our GSPN community. And so we're going to post questions to the Business Tech Weekly, uh, you know, the, our podcast section. And so please be happy to, you know, would, ha- would be happy if you guys went there and answered the questions of the week, so on and so forth. But this week we... We did pose a question and would love to hear your answer even if we're done with the podcast, which is how does Skype help your business? And we've got a link to that in the show notes. But we want to know how you're using it because as a community, we want to bless and encourage and help each other. Absolutely. And of course, uh, you know, head over there and there'll be a question of the week uh, to go along with each of our topics. So uh, yeah. let's see here. Next week, do we know what we're talking about next week? Well, here's, here's another reason to go to the forum, Cliff, is that we have a, a few things that we might talk about, but I would really love to get some more feedback from the community. You know, we, we were getting hundreds of subscribers to this list and 
Uh, we, we really would love to know, what do you want to talk about? Uh, we've got some things we could talk about, but if there's something hot on your mind, then go to gspn.tv slash forum, and there's something in there that says, what do you want us to talk about for our next show? And I think it's you know our first show on October or second show or something to that effect, but what do you want us to talk about next week? And if you put a, a topic in there, we'll do the research, and we would love to do that. Absolutely. Well, it is that time of the week, Andy. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. if you're ready for it, our pick of the week. Andy, what do you got this week, my friend? I have a book. Yes, I read books. Uh, Six Pixels of Separation by Mitch Joel. It's in the same class, but I think a little bit more extensive than Seth Godin's books on social media. And so it's a, it's a must-read if you work with social media or if you just love social media in general or new media. I'm giving it in a way. I'm giving it away in a class that I'm hosting in November, and, and I'm, I'm also giving it to a lot of my clients that I work with because it'll help them create a strategy of their own and do it with the right heart. You know, not just out, go out there and get rich, but understand. Uh, how much social media can help. So a book, Six Pixels of Separation by Mitch Joel. And you? Well, I also have a book this week. What? And uh, this week I want to talk about a book from Chris Anderson. We kind of alluded to it at the front of the show. And, yeah. and the title of the book is called Free. And get this, my book, everyone, is available for free. That's right. You you can go to uh, businesstechweekly.com and you can go to the show notes for episode number seven. And in the show notes section, there will be a link where you can go to audible.com and you can download the audio version of this book, the unabridged, full, nothing missing version of this book, absolutely free. And the whole thing, let me just uh, read to you real quick, is uh, in free... Uh, Chris actually makes the compelling case that in many instances, businesses can profit more from giving things away than they can for than they can by charging for them. He demonstrates how this revolutionary price can be harnessed to benefit both consumers and businesses alike. And it is a totally awesome book. I listened to it in two listens. And pretty much I agree with almost – I mean, I think about 99% of everything he said I completely agree with. In fact, I have been using many of these principles in my own business. And PodcastAnswerMan.com is the one podcast that brings me the most income and every single episode of that is available for free. So um, it, it just generates a ton of interest and also, the people say, listen, Cliff, how much is it for this uh, product or how much is it for this service? And you know what? There's no doubt that about 20% of the time, you can get that product somewhere else cheaper, somewhere on the internet. Oftentimes, yeah. I'll even say, man, I, I hate to say it. Normally, I, I would just tell you my price and go on. But I want to let you know, this one product, you can get it for like $170 cheaper. And and yeah. and if it wasn't for the fact that it was one hundred and seventy dollars cheaper, I wouldn't tell you. But then I provide them a link to it. I will tell you, out of all the people that I've done that to in the last three weeks, mm-hmm. all of them have purchased that product from me at one hundred and seventy dollars more. And it's wow. and it's because of the relationship that's been built over me providing something of value for free for such a long period of time to my audience. Right. And people say, you know what, I, I'd rather buy it from you and pay more because, mm-hmm. you know, I've been getting so much from you and it's worth it to me. So yeah, because it, people want to buy from people, not from businesses. That's right. That's yeah. exactly it. So that's my pick of the week. And of nice. course, uh, next week you had a little note in here. Uh, while for those of you who are familiar with our live show schedule, uh, we do record these shows live every Thursday uh, from 7.30 Eastern Time till 5 p.m. p.m. Eastern Time, you'll see us at gspn.tv slash live. Over the next two weeks, I am not going to be doing my normal daily routine. My sister just uh, had a baby yesterday, and my mom is heading to Australia for a couple, for like 10 or 15 days. And, and uh, Megan just jumped in. Say hello, everybody. Hi. 
You gotta <laughs> you gotta go up to the mic and say hey everybody. Hi, and I'm going to Frankfurt. There you go. One of the things <laughs> I love about working from home, Andy, is that my daughter yeah. can come in and say hi, and she's telling me she's going to Frankfurt. So, <laughs> give me a kiss. Amen. All right. So anyway, she's going to, she's going to Frankfurt, Indiana. No, she's going to Frankfort, Kentucky, the capital oh. of our state, and she's going to the right. governor's mansion, and right. she's going to the state capitol and uh, the museum down there, all kinds of stuff. All right. Have a okay. good time. He said, have a good time. Okay. okay. Love you. Daniel right. Boone's grave, too. Uh, and Daniel <laughs> Boone's grave, too. All right. That so, just added a lot of value to the podcast. That, I it did. I'm telling you. And it's good entertainment, man. Well, here's the thing. You know, this is I, I think this is so much about Business Tech Weekly because one of the advantages about being a, a small business owner is, is you you don't, you really can play by your own rules. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean it, it when you're when you own your own stuff and, and you do your own thing. Especially for those of us who are blessed enough to be able to work from home, it, it's it's nice to have these little distractions from time to time. From time to time. <laughs> from time to time, and sometimes you just want to get that office That's somewhere right. away. Uh, but Amen. no. Uh, so anyway, just for those who are uh, familiar with our live show schedule, um, we're moving the shows for the next two weeks over to Saturday, except for Business Tech yeah. Weekly. Nice. So because because. Oh, by the way, my, my parents run an insurance agency that I used to work at for 11 years. And because my mom and my sister are both going to be out, my dad was going to be by himself. He begged me with lots of money uh, to, <laughs> to come help him for two weeks. So uh, I said, OK, I'll come do that. And so for two weeks, I'm going to be working in insurance uh, and and not enjoying it a bit. But uh, yeah, but anyway, it is what it is. But we will still be here on thir- on Thursday mornings from 6.30 to 7.30, and uh, that should take care of it. All right. I think that wraps it up, man. Anything yeah, else? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, just again, folks, if you want to engage in the conversation, the forum's a great place for that when you want to talk about Skype. So, Awesome. Yep. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, give us a call at area code 859-795-4067. Area code 859-795-4067. We'll talk to you all next week. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.